And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It's the weekend, Saturday, February 27th. Thanks for joining us. Uh, On the weekends, we like to present interviews. And before this one gets even more stale, because we had so many great interviews that Mark and I conducted at the very beginning of the year, we didn't get to air them all yet. So here we are going to air an interview with Brent Weiss. He's from Facet Wealth. He's been on the program before. Facet Wealth is also the sponsor of my radio show. So I always like to disclose that. But I like Brent. He's a good guy. He's a certified financial planner. Wanted to talk to Brent about how this new company, which is basically an investment advisory firm, how did they weather the beginning of the pandemic and the huge sell-offs? This is a this can put a company under. So I was interested in finding out what was going on at Facet and We'll talk more tomorrow about some of the lessons learned, but I I think that this is kind of interesting to hear how ordinary investors like you and me, how we reacted in real time and what the impact was on the business. So here's the first part of our interview with Brent Weiss. How did you find those first couple of months, that March, you know, February, March, April period where people were freaking out? What did you hear from your clients? We were actually, we don't, we went on sort of, the, I'll say the offensive. We got very proactive with our clients and started doing uh, weekly webinars or video conference sessions. The, the interesting side of the story, Jill, is that we were, I'm not going to say we were built for a global pandemic, but we actually started our company in 2016, which they, with the idea that, you know, we're going to have a remote workforce. So we actually were designed for this so that the, there was a zero disruption to our business. So the good news is we were also set up to start doing video conference. Our clients knew like all of their meetings with their CFP professionals are via video conference. So the first couple of weeks when the markets were, I mean, it was like a roller coaster, right? It was, it was down 12%, up 7%. Our clients were going, what's going on? What do we do? And so we set up a, a weekly 
uh, you know, webinar or lunch and learn series, as we now call it, to make sure that we're addressing all the concerns of our clients. The really cool thing, though, is that all of our clients could call their dedicated CFP, right? There's no call center here. They're calling someone they know, someone they trust. And I think that personal relationship really helped people feel more confident in there and secure in their financial lives that, hey, there's there's an entire team and a person that has their back. So uh, we went we went on the offensive, went proactive and made sure we were providing good advice to our clients. So let's go, just go back in time a little bit, because for some of you who are listening, you may not be familiar with Facet Wealth. So I met Brent through Michael Goodman, who had told me about this company, Facet Wealth, that was doing financial planning in a different way. You were a certified financial planner working at one of these, you know, kind of fancy-ish firms, right? We're giving, you were right, giving right. customized individual financial advice. Is that correct? That, that's absolutely correct. So then tell us a little bit about how this thing Facet Wealth, like what were the kernels of the of the idea and how did it come to fruition? Yeah. So, you know, very short backstory, uh, Jill, you know, we were talking a, a minute ago here about sort of how my family's doing and everything. And I, I grew up with my grandparents and when I was younger and got into financial planning directly out of college. The funny thing is when I was graduating from Notre Dame, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I'm, I'm sure like most people when you're 21 or 22, but they offered a personal finance course as a senior. And I ran over, I remember waking up that morning. I was so excited. I don't know why I ran over and I signed up for it only to find out they canceled the class because three people, Jill signed up. In all of Notre Dame? It, yes. In all of Notre Dame, right? Really in theory, in theory, Jill, really, really smart people. It's like we, we spent four years learning how to make money and not a single second learning how to manage it. Right. Mm. But the funny thing is the three people and the joke I tell is like the, the two other people were the teacher and the teacher's assistant and then me. Right. But here's what happened, right? So they canceled the class. Said, hmm, interesting. And that led me to stumbling upon the CFP certification and the, de the designation. I got started in a traditional wealth management role and worked in a smaller, I'll say boutique wealth management firm in Baltimore. What I realized there's two things as I went up through the ranks, the ranks and all of that is that two things were missing in the industry. Uh, number one is consistent quality. The quality of advice for everyday Americans just wasn't there. And then number two is the cost was too high. I mean, you, you had to, to work with certain advisors. You had to have a million dollars, at least. There, there are minimums out there. You had to have, you know, you had to make a ton of money. You had to, had to have a ton of money. I'm going, hmm, you know, my family, successful, middle-class, hardworking American household, in theory, couldn't afford me. I said, that's no longer okay. And, th and that led to so what I believe is that everyone deserves access to the financial resources that can help them achieve a more prosperous life. I believe it's a fundamental right to have access to the tools resources and expert advice that you deserve, right? To, to improve your financial health. And Facet Wealth embodies that. It's a per personification of that whole theory and the idea that we're going to make high quality, personalized, high quality financial life planning more affordable and accessible to everyday Americans, just like my family, because there's a lot of us out there, right? This is a fight for Main Street, not for Wall Street. And that's sort of the, you know, we started that mission back in 2016. It's interesting because we've had a lot of um, guests on the program and it kind of spans the variety of financial advice you can get. And then there are these hybrid models where you have, say, Betterment, a robo-advisor that went into the advice business. You have Vanguard, the big, huge mutual fund company that now has a little advice on the side. You have Schwab that has a little advice through the intelligent portfolio. What's the difference between those hybrid models and what FACET does? Yeah. So, Jill, it, it's a great question because I think there it's hard for 
I'll say everyday Americans to really cut through all the information that's out there. It's sliced and you go, well, what's the difference between Vanguard versus Facet versus you know, you know, some of the larger organizations out there? You know, the JP Morgan Chases and the Goldman Sachs are known for traditional wealth management. Uh, there's a couple important things that to, to really understand is number one, why we started this company, but really how we do this, right? So you talk about a robo advisor, it's kind of, it's automated investment management and like advice light. So right. they're, not really, they're not really looking at all of the facets of your financial life. It is automated online. Uh, they have limited number of CFP professionals. There's no dedicated advisor you work with. So here, here's what we do, though. So our whole mission here, right, as I mentioned a minute ago, Jill, is to make advice more affordable and accessible. Financial planning, right? Holistic, personalized financial planning, more affordable and accessible. It's really to help clients make more informed and confident decisions in life. We just happen to do that through this powerful thing that we call financial planning. And there's really five key takeaways here. Number one is what we do at our core. We are planning first. We also manage assets for our clients, Jill, but here's the kicker. We don't charge for it. The way we charge for our services, we charge a flat, simple, transparent, subscription-based fee for financial planning that we do for our clients. Because it's based upon what do you need? What are you trying to achieve? What's the complexity of your financial landscape? And really, how can we help? And we charge a fee that is customized and personalized to you. And then, by the way, we do manage assets. We just don't charge for it because I'm a firm believer that the assets under management model is broken. There's no tie to how much you're paying your advisor and how much value you're getting out of that out of that relationship. And by the way, I know this because I did it for 10 years at my first company, hmm. right? If I, I could charge the same client who has, let's say, two clients of a million dollars, I could be doing very different things for them and still charging them the same amount. I said, that's that's wrong. It's bro- A, it's not affordable and B, it's wrong. And also, I'm a firm believer, Jill, that like as you as you save more money, as your money grows, you should keep it. That's your money. You worked hard for it. Let it work harder for you. Don't give it to me as your advisor. Pay me for the services I provide, for the value I bring. And that, I think, is a fair and transparent relationship. That's what people deserve. And if you build a company the right way for the people, right, what do everyday Americans deserve in their financial life? I think everything else falls into place. How are you guys staying in business and doing it this way? Why do you think it's been working for you guys since you started? Look, the, the whole key is this. We, we don't know all the answers, but you know, I, I've dedicated my career, Jill, to the, to the journey of exploration, discovery, frankly, failure to figure out how the heck do we make this thing more affordable to everyday Americans. It, it's a fight for Main Street, not for Wall Street at this point when it comes to access to financial planning. The, the key is in the technology because you have to lower the cost. I won't get into all the details. right? I ran a boutique, traditional independent wealth management firm for the first 10 years of my career. Before I stepped down as a partner and said, I'm going to go build something better for for Main Street, for everyday Americans. Hmm. The problem is the cost structure. No one ever really focused on the cost structure. The, the industry for decades took a revenue down model. It said, how much money can we make given the size of a portfolio? And then I'll backfill it with some services, right? What can I provide to do it? But no one ever said, how much does it actually cost to deliver like a really highly personalized service? to people based upon what they need. And so we actually deconstructed the entire thing. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here, and, and, and I'm not equating myself to, to Elon Musk or Tesla, but think about what Tesla did when it comes to a car. They deconstructed sort of the, the automobile. They deconstructed the electric battery, right? How to make all this work to make it more affordable and accessible. Now, there's a lot of other things that they do. We completely deconstructed the financial planning process and said, how do we cut out all of the costs that aren't necessary, that aren't adding value to our clients' lives? And so the way we're staying in business is we've radically reduced the cost internally to our business so we can actually charge an affordable fee because it would be ridiculous to charge somebody $100 a month or $200 a month if it's costing you $500. That's not a sustainable business model. Right. And so that's the key to it. And then the whole thing on top of it is like working with a dedicated CFP professional, getting truly holistic financial life planning based upon where you are in life. I tell everybody, like, I don't care where you are in life. You deserve some level 
of advice. It shouldn't be cookie cutter. It should be personalized to you. It should be completely unconflicted, right? So our fee model makes it that way. So you're not worried about your advisor selling you stuff. And, and the whole model comes together. And I think it's a pretty elegant solution. I think so too. And I was thinking about this in terms of like the questions that we get from our listeners are often, you know, I've got this much money in my 401k, right? Mm-hmm. Not to go too in the weeds in this gang, but like there are some <laughs> conflicts around people providing financial advice in assets that are not held within their purview. Okay. That's all you need to know that there's like some advisors are very uncomfortable giving advice or actually physically managing the money that's held through your employer. And so then they're giving you advice and then you have to do it and then you're not going to do it because, you know, you just don't do it. And so it, it also strikes me that this is a much more reasonable solution for people who say, I want advice, but I'm not handing you the keys to my kingdom. And I don't want to be sold the idea that the day I retire, you're coming and sniffing after me mm-hmm. and looking for all my money. So your advisors, your CFPs, and they're all CFPs, are giving advice that is in the client's best interest because they're all fiduciaries, they're doing so for any asset you hold. So are they going to also in building a plan say, okay, Jill, you've got you know $10 million in your retirement account, I wish, and that's really heavy duty. So we want you to think about doing this. But even if you're not holding the asset, you're giving advice on it, right? Absolutely. It's the beauty of, of paying someone a flat fee that has nothing to do with your assets. We have clients, look, most of our clients, Jill, they don't have $10 million in their retirement accounts. Frankly, I don't know many people that do. That's not the group I run in. But here's like most of our clients, Jill, are really starting their journey to building wealth. They're younger clients. They're Now, by the way, we work with people that are, that are transitioning to retirement too, have a lot of sort of challenges coming down the pike. But they're starting their journey to wealth and they're going, how do I manage my 401k, my 403b? Or what if I want to do that myself and I just want someone by my side to help me make more informed and confident decisions? You go, cool, great. Pay me a flat fee. And we'll talk about how to build wealth over time, but there's no conflict and sort of you have to manage the money with me for me to give you advice. Right. And and that means also that that an advisor at Facet Wealth is also going to be giving you advice on, hey, I got a new job offer. Like I'm I'm Jill. I just got a job offer. Here's what I, I can do and here's what I can't do. And that there is a relationship based on advice, not about and it's not about transaction and it's not about performance. I mean, you want your performance to be fine, I'm sure, Absolutely. but like It's really interesting to me to consider that this is a model that whose time has come, I think that it, and it just hasn't panned out. And, and I'm wondering also what you think about, like, you know, when you look at your competition, you know, certainly you've got a lot of people out there who did what you did, right? They work in the, you know, the higher end. Are you nervous that a facet client is going to quote unquote graduate from facet and go to someone else? Not really, Jill, because I, I think if you if you look at our team, they come from all walks of life. I mean, they're from ages of 25 to 55, or I, I, mean, I don't ask, right? They're incredibly experienced professionals with high levels of education. Some of them used to run their own businesses and do this kind of work and come over. We just said, you know, pay us a fair freight for the work that we're doing. That's why our, our fee, Jill, it's not like we have one flat fee that everyone comes in and pays. It's like, well, you have to pay, you know, $100 a month, $200 a month to work with Facet Wealth. It's completely personalized to every mm-hmm. single one of our clients. So if someone has a more complicated financial landscape, you might be paying more. Right? If you have, I'm, I'm going to exaggerate a bit here. If you have three businesses or like two side hustles and you work a job and you have four kids trying to retire, run a business, save for college, like that's more complicated than someone who might be 30 years old, just got engaged and trying to think about how do I figure out, you know, putting bank accounts together? And what about the the wedding? And what do you do in a wedding in COVID-19 and b- before and after? Those are very different situations. And so personalizing all that makes it very easy to, to meet you where you are. I, again, this idea of you have to have wealth or make a ton of money 
to need financial advice. I think that's, uh, I'll say horse hockey to keep it PG-13. Nice. For today's conversation, no matter where you are in life, we have a solution that can give you guidance and it's cust- the fee is customized to make sure that it's affordable and fits into your budget and helps you out. Okay. Two questions about the fee and then we'll move on because I want to sure. talk about like how people can actually do the things they need to do to sure. get ahead this year. So is there a minimum fee requirement, not a ma- asset level, but a fee? Like, do you have to pay a certain amount just to actually get in the door? There are minimum fee requirements in terms of what that flat fee would look like in working with a planner. It does change based upon sort of what you need. There, there isn't sort of a free DIY service. Uh, there is a minimum fee to working with one of our uh, CFP professionals here at Facet. And does it change? In other words, can a CFP in Dubuque charge something slightly different than the CFP in New York City or the Bay Area? No, not at Facet. Oh, interesting. It almost appears like they own their own little business because they operate as their own little sort of home office, but they still have to adhere to the rules that you guys, the corporate has established, right? We do have what we call the facet way, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into the details because I I could spend weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Um, Go to the website, go to facetwealth.com. The bottom line is this, there's a right way to do financial planning. There's a right way to tackle things such as, you know, talking about cash flow, paying down debt, uh, just getting financially organized, uh, managing your bank balances, building credit, saving for retirement. There are right ways in our opinion, right? The facet way to do that. Now, the real key here, the reason we have a bunch of CFPs and they're working from home is because we want to match every one of our clients with the CFP that's right for them based upon person. Like, personality is good. Like it's important. If you don't have rapport with your financial planner, it probably will make for a, an awkward conversation. I totally agree with that, by the right. way. I totally, totally agree with that. And then, and then the, the layer beneath that is, okay, let's make sure we're pairing you with a CFP that really understands your situation. And so that's the beauty of our model is we just have a bunch of CFPs, really passionate, incredibly smart people that we make sure we pair with all of our clients to, to give excellent service. All right. So when you tune in tomorrow, we'll have the second part of our interview with Brent Weiss. If you've got financial questions, we'd love to hear from you. All you have to do is send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. If you're on our website, click the contact button. Super easy. And we'll get your note. Don't forget to tell us if you'd like to join us on the air. It's so much more fun than reading them. Yeah, right. It's more fun for me. Okay. Wash your hands. Wear those masks. Both of them. Two masks, ladies and gentlemen. Maintain your physical distancing. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 